0: Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats. The show is about to begin. Hello and welcome everyone to You, Me, and the Stars, your in-depth astrology podcast. And I am your host, Angie. I am a Western tropical astrologer who practices using primarily the Placidus house system And my specialty is relationship compatibility. I have been practicing professionally and giving readings for a little over five years now, but I have been studying astrology for at least 15 years. But I think I've lost count somewhere in there. Um, I feel like astrology could be very overwhelming at first. When I was first learning astrology, I had to dip my toe into the knowledge pool, learn a little bit, and then pull back out for a little while. I could only learn about astrology in small doses, or it was just all too much to understand. Eventually, once I got used to the water, so to speak, and I knew what the glyphs meant, those little images that represent each planet or point, I could stay in the astrology pool a little longer and a little longer until it wasn't overwhelming to just hang out in the pool all day. So if you've just started out learning astrology and you're feeling intimidated, that is totally normal. There is so much to learn about astrology It is like a black hole of knowledge. Some of you might be here because of TikTok and if you are, welcome. The last year and a half, I've been putting out a lot of astrology content on TikTok and I recently decided to diversify by doing this podcast and YouTube. Honestly, because I feel like I can see the writing on the wall with TikTok right now. And I did use astrology there. Between the rising political tensions between different countries in the world, like Israel, China, the US, and the possibility of a TikTok ban in the U.S. being stronger than it's ever been, at least in my opinion. Not to mention the fact that it seems like TikTok has all of a sudden become like a Walmart with every other video being some kind of ad. And I think that TikTok has slowed down the traffic I was getting on my videos in order to pressure me into buying these things called promote coupons. Basically, TikTok wants you to pay them to push your videos, otherwise they will hold your views and exposure hostage. And I'm just not really into that. So here we are. Um, Funny thing is, back when COVID first happened, I actually started a podcast back then. I had my now husband record different sound bites and I mixed the intros to the different segments. But I wasn't quite ready for the commitment of a podcast yet, or marriage for that matter. And I was still working a day job outside of being an astrologer, so I didn't have a whole lot of time to invest in something like this. But now, now things are a little different. I had some people on TikTok comment that they would listen if I had a podcast, so I took that as a sign to bring it back to life. So here we are. In today's intro episode, I want to share with you guys what I've got planned for this podcast, and I want to get your feedback so we can grow this community together. So please comment on this episode, your thoughts, and follow, like, and share because it's free and it helps make all of this possible. It lets me know that you want me to still keep doing this. You can follow me on TikTok if you don't already at you, me, and the stars with an underscore in between each word, all lowercase. You can also follow me on Instagram at you, me, and the stars. And you can email me your thoughts and astrology questions to Angie at you, me, and the stars.com all lowercase letters. Now, now that we got all of that out of the way, I wanna share with you guys some of the things that we're gonna be doing here. There are so many interesting ways to use astrology and I want to explore as much as we can together. One of the topics I really enjoy is talking about what's happening with celebrities and how the astrology relates to current entertainment news. This was the very first segment I created on my original podcast a few years ago and it was so much fun to do that I just have to have it be a part of this one. Star News is where we will be discussing what's happening in the news and how the past, present, and future astrological transits can give us insight into where we've been, where we are, and where we are headed. To give you a taste, a little teaser if you will, here is this week's premiere of Star News now it's time for this week's edition of Star News, your first metaphysical resource for hot topics and, well, whatever the hell else we feel like talking about. Welcome to the first edition of Star News, your first metaphysical and pop culture resource. And today we are going to take a look at some big names in the news and how the astrology correlates with what's going on as well as what we might expect coming up in the future. First up on the docket, Megan Fox recently came out with a poetry book called Pretty Boys Are Poisonous, in which she got real personal, including talking about the loss of a pregnancy she suffered with her fiancé, MGK. What I love about Megan Fox releasing this book is she has her north node in the third house, which is the house of writing, speaking, teaching, and just expressing what's on your mind and in your heart. The ruler of her North Node is Mars, and in her chart, Mars makes a trine to Mercury, which is the easiest route of flow between two energies. And Mercury is the planet of words, writing them, speaking them, and using words in general as a part of your path to fulfillment. Megan released this book shortly after her nodal return, which is when the North and South Node return to the exact same position it was when you were born. This happens roughly every 18 and a half years. And Megan will be one to watch this spring when we have the next set of eclipses because the April 8th Aries eclipse will be in her third house of writing and expressing herself. And the Jupiter-Uranus conjunction will be happening in her fourth house of home, property, and her private world, and in a conjunction with her natal sun. This could mean disruptive, yet potentially beneficial events happening in her home, family, with real estate and or the men closest to her as the Sun can represent the men in our lives. So she will be one to watch to see what's going on this spring. Next up, we have President Biden, who continues to face adversity in the polls and in international relations. And since I haven't looked at his chart in a while, I thought we could touch on a few things. I talk about Trump's astrology a lot just because I personally find it all to be really fascinating, but I'm not as you know intrigued by Biden as much. It's not because I favor either. As a matter of fact, I don't support either on a political level. It's just that Trump is the screaming baby, so it's easier to pay attention to him. President Biden currently has his Saturn conjunct his south node, and this one can be hard on your health, especially your teeth, skin, and bones. In Pisces, there could be issues with allergies, drug sensitivities, and mental confusion. Saturn will be hanging near his south node placement through mid-January of 2024. My biggest concern as far as his health right now is what's happening in the spring. The eclipse on March 25th is happening on his natal Neptune in the 10th house and the Jupiter-Uranus conjunction is happening in his 6th house. The 4th house can sometimes represent the final resting place as in the grave. So that eclipse could be showing a sudden health crisis of the nature of the sixth house and Uranus and Jupiter, which which would be a quote-unquote expansion of the nervous system or frying of your nerves, something like a stroke. Of course, this conjunction could also refer to Biden's work, so there could be a sudden disruptive event there instead or at the same time. So we'll have to keep an eye on what's going on with him. Uh, Biden did have some health uh, potential issues. I think it was at the end of last year, beginning of this year, and it looked like everything was okay. So just because there's a potential for something does not mean that it's for sure going to happen. Next up on the list, we have Britney Spears. Britney Spears recently released her book, The Woman in Me, and the internet has been a flutter with all kinds of quotes from it. Specifically, a certain moment where Britney asks her famous boyfriend at the time, is it in yet? I don't think it's a huge secret that Brit seems to have been struggling recently. From her cryptic and sometimes bizarre posts to dancing with knives, she seems to be in her own world. What does Britney have going on currently in the astrological world and what might we expect for the future for her? Britney's secondary progressions chart has some notable configurations in it currently that might give us a little insight. In case you don't know what a progressions chart is, it's an aged or matured version of your chart that in general is moved one day forward from your birth for every year you are alive. Brittany's progressed Sun is currently in Capricorn at 22 degrees and in an exact conjunction with her progressed south node, also at 22 degrees of Capricorn. Progressed Saturn sits at 21 degrees of Libra along with Pluto. The Sun and Saturn are both involved and both are in challenging aspects with each other and other planets and the nodes and both represent fatherly or authoritative energies. We could hear about Brittany losing her father sometime over the next couple months, especially with the transiting south node making contact with her Saturn placement the day after Christmas. We could also hear about Brittany's health and her dealing with some kind of issue, possibly an arthritis thing or something to do with her skin, bones or teeth since those are ruled by Saturn. Unfortunately the whole configuration of the nodes the Moon, the progressed Sun conjunct the south node, and all of that squaring Saturn and Pluto, it looks like she is probably feeling depressed and also feeling very aware of her constrictions. She is likely facing something Plutonian in her own psyche, a part of herself she can't hide from, and this could be triggering a mental health crisis. So I'm sure this is pretty obvious to most people, but it unfortunately looks like Brittany might be dealing with both physical and mental health struggles, and let's all just hope that I am wrong about this one. And on a lighter note, last on the docket today for Star News is Miss Taylor Swift. She continues to make headlines with very public displays of affection with her boyfriend Travis Kelsey. And the burning question is, is the bond between these two as tight as it seems? Of course, if I'm talking about it on here, you know we are going to be using astrology to try and gather some clues. There is no birth time available for Travis, and Taylor's birth time has been widely disputed, but we still don't have an accurate time. So how can we look at this without knowing their rising signs and the house layout of their individual charts? I usually like to look at the combined chart of a couple when I'm looking at their compatibility, but you have to have the exact birth time for both people for that to be accurate, so I can't do that with Travis and Taylor. What we can do, though, is look at their Eros and Psyche placements. Eros and Psyche are asteroids with a pretty interesting mythological backstory. In essence, Eros is the representation of the masculine form of love. This is the physical sexual expression of love and connection. And psyche represents deep soul love and being connected on a soul level. And the story of these two has been compared to twin flames and soulmates and things like that. And looking at the placement of Eros in Psyche for when you were born can be really good for looking at the overall compatibility between two people. People. And the main thing to look at is uh, the man's Eros sign and the f- female's Psyche sign. And if this is a same-sex relationship, you want to try and figure out in general who might be the more masculine dominant person, who might be the more feminine dominant person, and compare there. Or you can just compare the asteroids in general. And what we really want to see with Eros in Psyche is we want to see where the masculine dominant person's Eros is making some kind of strong, direct connection with the female person's psyche. So this can be a conjunction within a couple degrees, or this can be an opposition where Eros and Psyche are opposite each other, or this could be where Eros and Psyche are squaring each other. So in Taylor and Travis's case, Travis has his Eros placement in Scorpio at 19 degrees, and Taylor has her Psyche placement in Aquarius at 23 degrees which means that they have a square between Travis's Eros and Taylor's psyche. This means that they have a strong Eros-Psyche connection. This means that the attraction is off the charts, that the relationship probably feels a certain sparkly quality to it, that it feels destined. And this is the kind of relationship that will have the kind of gusto, the kind of chemistry that could potentially make it go the real distance. There's really only one red flag I see in the potential synastry between these two, again, with what I can gather without having those birth times. It does look like Taylor's Saturn placement and Neptune placement and Mercury placement all square Travis's Mars placement and Saturn square Mars is one of those red flag sinistry aspects that can be potentially very difficult but it is possible to adapt to it and to navigate it if both people are mature and aware of their own personalities. So I guess we will wait and see how that plays out. So that'll do it for this week's episode of Star News. Coming up next, we're gonna touch on the main event with this week's astrology weather. So this week, the main event in the sky is we have a Sun-Mars conjunction in Scorpio opposite Uranus retrograde and squaring Saturn in Pisces. The Sun-Mars conjunction will be exact on November 17th, about 10.30 p.m. mountain time and sun and mars will stay together in their fiery embrace um, between 24 and 28 degrees for a couple of days then the sun will start to overtake mars as they both approach that square to pluto in capricorn at 28 degrees and wowee that is a lot of masculine energy and that is a lot of ego all four of those planetary bodies are rooted in a need to dominate, to control, or and to exert your will. The Sun-Mars conjunction is showing that we could feel very entitled to our own desires and our will and we might be tempted to do something off the cuff that has long-running consequences because, remember, Saturn is involved which means the effects of what we do now can be far-reaching. This whole configuration of Sun and Mars opposite Uranus square Saturn creates a triangle that's called a T-square. T-squares are loaded with tension but can also be the catalyst for significant change and growth. Saturn acts as the focal point of this T-square, acting like the arrow that's pulled back on a bow, pulling on both Uranus and the Sun-Mars conjunction. When Saturn is a focal point in a T-square, we have to watch for being too pessimistic, too rigid, too stuck in our own thinking, maybe even expecting the other shoe to drop. We might isolate ourselves but then complain that we're bored or that we're lonely. We might groan about how we hate people but also wish we had more friends. We might feel sorry for ourselves while secretly wanting to watch everyone who's hurt us suffer for their sins. And with Uranus involved, we might temporarily feel like doing something crazy as a way to cope But that isn't the answer. The sun and Saturn both represent the experience with our father, so there could be an issue with him or some other authority figure like a boss or someone who ranks higher than you somehow. I suspect for a lot of people this whole configuration is showing that you're tired of not being able to do what you want to do with your life, sick of being broke, sick of feeling alone, and having all of the responsibility on your back, and just sick of the patriarch, the completely defunct governments of the world, just fed up, and yet it seems like there's not much you can do that will get anyone's attention anymore. I feel like this is where the Saturnian lesson really comes into play. Things are shitty and unpredictable right now. Most people are barely getting by, and at least here in the States, our overall sense of community and faith in our country is at an all-time low. We are no longer the United States of anything. This is a time to learn discipline, whether that's discipline in your spending habits, stockpiling your resources, or figuring out new and innovative ways to support yourself and do what you want and need to do. We are entering an era where new inventions and ideas are going to have more support for them to take off, but none of it's going to be easy. Saturn in Pisces says we can build what we dream up, but we still have to get the building permits and stick to our construction budget if we expect to see those dreams crystallize into a human reality. So, looking ahead next week, the big event is going to be Venus in Libra conjunct the South Node on November 29th. This is going to be at effect from November 24th through December 2nd, and I will cover that in the next episode, and this is where I will feature another segment of the podcast called the Horoscope, where we put the W in front of Horoscope. All right, you guys, that's going to wrap up the first official episode of You, Me, and the Stars. The next episode, we'll start exploring some of the basic learning blocks of astrology. Maybe we'll start with the planets. We'll talk about that Venus-South Node conjunction. If you have any astrology questions or if you have ideas for the podcast, please email me at angie at youmeandthestars.com, all lowercase letters. If you want to book a reading with me, go to the website at youmeandthestars.com. Click on the services tab, choose the kind of reading you want, and book from there. If you liked this premiere episode, don't forget to give it a thumbs up, share it, subscribe, do all the podcast things, and until next week, take care of yourselves and each other.